Can the future of sustainable farming be found in hydroponics and urban growing? We will explore this question and many more in the podcast to come. Hello, my name is Anderson Salisbury, and today we will be exploring the concept of urban farming in cities and how it isn't as far-fetched an idea as it may seem. Chapter 1. Cities may soon provide vegetables for everybody. When is the last time you indulged in fresh and nutritious vegetables? If you are 10% of Americans, you might have had them in your last meal. Unfortunately, nearly 9 out of 10 Americans don't consume enough of their greens necessary for healthy growth. Healthy eating in America is becoming an ever-growing epidemic. We need a better and more convenient way of providing nutritious fruits and vegetables to our booming population. To solve this problem, look away from conventional farmlands and feast your eyes on big cities. When I say city, what comes to mind? Large buildings, skyscrapers, high population, a lack of greenery and wildlife, minus the occasional bird that dirties your freshly cleaned windshield. Currently, large cities are notorious for their lack of greenery and certainly lack of farmland. But the future may hold a different story, and places like Yogyakarta in Indonesia are paving the way for greener cities. An urban farming construction model. Authors Suparwoku Betri and Betri Tuafani explore ways to bring greenery and farmability back to the city. Like most cities, Yogyakarta is faced with a loss of greenery. Population growth is causing the city to expand and take over surrounding farmland and greenery. The authors are exploring and testing designs for growing plants vertically up buildings. Plants are planted in troughs that are stacked vertically up the building walls. They also plan to plant plants on the roofs of buildings so as to maximize their exposure to sunlight. The vertical and rooftop gardens can be filled with fruits and vegetables or simply aesthetically pleasing plants. The author's idea for vertical farming becomes especially interesting when you find out how they plan to water their plants. Their model uses hydroponics to provide water to the plants. Chapter 2. Hydroponics Hydroponics as explained by Thuya Kiao and Andrew Kyung in Smart Aquaponic Systems for Urban Farming, is the process of growing plants in water rather than the traditional method of growing plants in soil. The duo is exploring ways to grow plants and fish in Singapore where the productivity of vegetables and fish, especially in the cities, is low. In hydroponics, plants can be grown in gravel, sand, or even on rafts that sit just above the water. Nutrients traditionally obtained from the dirt can be added to the water in the hydroponic system to quickly make it to the plants. The beds of plants are periodically flooded and drained to bring nutrients to the plants. The lack of soil also minimizes the vulnerability of the plants to bad bacteria and disease commonly found in dirt. Without bacteria and disease in a highly regulated process of bringing nutrients to the plants, the hydroponics process has been proven to greatly increase crop yield in a given space. Hydroponics can even be done inside with the addition of overhead lights. Now, you may have already noticed that I am talking about hydroponics, 
Well, the author's work has to do with aquaponics. But don't worry, aquaponics is nearly identical to hydroponics. The difference being that in aquaponics, plants gain their nutrients not from added chemicals, but from fish waste. The water that is cycled through the plant's troughs is first cycled through a tank of fish. The fish waste gives the necessary nutrients to the plants and eliminates the need for added nutrients. With the aquaponics addition of fish, we are not only growing edible plants, we are also raising edible fish. In smart aquaponic systems for urban farming, the authors have even devised an automated way of running your aquaponic system. Through the use of a Raspberry Pi, the authors have automated the feeding of the fish, the cycling of the water, and even added a notification that will send you an alert when your plants are ready for harvest. The authors have essentially created a hands-free system for growing plants and fish that can be done anywhere from your backyard to your bathroom. Chapter 3, The Sky's the Limit. So far, we have covered hydroponics and how it can be used to grow plants efficiently and effectively. But how do we tie the idea of hydroponics back in with urban farming, especially in cities? The answer lies back with my first source that dealt with greening the city of Yogyakarta. Authors Supar Woko and Tuafani's model included growing plants vertically up the outside of buildings. Author Tuliatos Dionysios takes the idea of vertical farming one step further. In Vertical Farming Increases Lettuce Yield, Tuliatos researched the effects of stacking a hydroponic system meant for growing lettuce. His theory was meant to test whether horizontal or vertical hydroponic systems with artificial lamps produced more crops per square foot. Needless to say, the vertical system drastically produced more crops per square foot than the horizontal system. Tuliatos' work is where we finally find our answer to urban farming in cities. Vertical farms that utilize artificial light can be set up in warehouses in or near the city. This would provide fresh vegetables within a reasonable distance from the city and produce in enough quantity so as to feed thousands of people. Chapter 4. Hydroponics is becoming a reoccurring theme. Hydroponics is not confined solely to the cities I mentioned in the podcast. Hydroponics is happening all over the world. In Montreal, for example, author Daniel Haberman discusses how hydroponics can be used to feed the entire city of Montreal. In The Potential of Urban Agriculture in Montreal, Haberman researches how utilizing rooftops in hydroponics can bring fresh and affordable vegetables to all of Montreal. Hydroponics is also not confined to growing only vegetables. In Hydroponic Strawberries Avoid Soil Pests, author Doris Stanley researches the benefits of growing strawberries in a vertical hydroponic system. His research concludes that hydroponics eliminates disease in strawberry plants because of the lack of soil. Hydroponics is a very clean and regulated process. Chapter 5 the possibilities are endless. Let's do a quick recap on hydroponics and why it is a viable solution for getting vegetables to more people. Hydroponics is a system of farming that does not include soil. 
the lack of soil keeps the plants disease-free. The plants, whether it be fruits or vegetables, gain nutrients from nutrients put into the water or from fish waste like in aquaponics. Hydroponic systems can function under artificial light and can be stacked vertically, therefore utilizing square footage. Hydroponic systems can be set up anywhere from warehouses to garages and rooftops to the side of buildings. Across all my sources and research, one idea remains. Hydroponics works anywhere, and it is what we need to feed the future. Places and cities all over the world are beginning to utilize and research hydroponics. There is so much proof that hydroponics is an efficient way to produce mass quantities of fruits and vegetables in a highly controlled setting. Hydroponics is the solution we need to bring vegetables to the 90% of Americans who don't have enough vegetables in their diet. In large cities like New York, population densities can reach 27,000 people per square mile. Right now, that would equate to 24,300 people per square mile without enough vegetables in their diet. Hydroponic systems are the next step that we need to take in bringing fresh vegetables to everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to my podcast on hydroponics. If you are still interested in hydroponics and would like to learn more or even make a setup for yourself, simply look up hydroponic home setups or aquaponics. These are both great searches to get you into more information on hydroponics.